This episode of Rubitoon's Insignificant Podcast brought to you by In the Corner Time. Ever felt lonely? Good. You've been in the corner too long. Time to come out. Back to you, Rubitooner. The following program contains nothing of any significance whatsoever. If you continue listening to this episode, the creators of this podcast are not responsible for what it might do to you your health, or the health of others around you. Please only listen to this podcast while in your headphones because public broadcast of this podcast is completely prohibited by the NFL. America. America. Broadcasting with no real intentions from Fort Worth, Texas, it's Robotuner's Insignificant Podcast. Occurrence 47 for Sunday, November 29th, 2015. In the year of the animal where or, uh, where Uggs come from. Weird. It's true. Where Uggs come from? Yeah, you know Ugg, Uggs, the, the fleece boots that chicks wear. Greetings, Robotuner coming at you from Castle Fujiwa, back again with that low-budget podcasting style for your listening enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all of the above. Take your pick. Joining me once again this week is my existing romantic life partner, Shelly. Hello. And the extended warranty on your Ford Focus, Kenneth. What? I'm here. <laughs> yes, I'm you here. are. I'm the extended warranty. Because <laughs> <laughs> he prolongs its life. I do. And not end up having to cause you many more dimes and nickels. That's awesome. So yes, it's a very festive occurrence this week. Thanksgiving is over. And we're going back to work tomorrow, but I'm sure everybody's dreading that. Oh, I'm excited. I just, I love work. I'm about to have surgery, so I'm going to be two weeks off. Oh yeah, that's right. You're getting a laser shoved up your cooch on Tuesday. <laughs> a laser? Yeah. No. I think you've got that all kinds of wrong. Ow. Laparoscopy? Well, it has to do with your cooch, though. It does. You're just mad because you didn't shove anything in my cooch. No, no. <laughs> I jump out the opportunity Ow. to talk about it. <laughs> can I uh, Can I leave? Come back later? <laughs> when y'all are done talking about this? This is always a sore spot for you, Kenneth. <laughs> Special K. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but anyway, speaking of... Oh, no, it's not sore at all. I just love hearing y'all talk about your sex lives. It's awesome. <laughs> well, Thanksgiving was done. It had a lot of We had a lot of preparation that went into it, but it was, it was fun, but not without the usual family drama. Um, why don't you tell everybody about one of your relatives, Shelly, who makes a particular sound that is very apparent. Oh, my gosh. All right, so... My, uh, my, you know how I performed that wedding for my uncle a couple weeks back. Yeah, and his now wife. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I know I, I, this is normal. This is what she does. She will moan all the time. Just, mm, it's like a, a creaky door, a creaky house. She just <laughs> moans like a creaky door or a creaky house. So hey, how y'all doing? And then she, she kind of literally like that. Yeah, she kind of laughs. Kind of laughs a little with it, and <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting there, 
next to my brother at the table with my plate and she's leaning over getting food and she moans right in my ear as she's leaning over it's like (sighs) and I was like yeah and I just looked at my brother and I was like oh my gosh it's right in my ear you know I didn't say it to him but I had that look on my face her eyes were wide open and she's looking at me and I'm thinking what the turkey looks fine what are we talking about right I didn't see I didn't see Deborah behind your your head. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, my gosh. So that was over. And then at one point in the table, it all got quiet, and she moaned real loud. And I I looked over at your wife, and I gave her the look like, did you hear that crap? This is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. And your your wife nearly Peter Pan. She laughed so she hard. She talks about it all the time, though. She's like, <laughs> yeah. Like last year, she we did, did too. We were. I don't know why we were at grandmother's house for something, and and Deborah was there, and, and she was doing doing something, but she was just standing off by herself, just. I'm just like, please. It's, it's, it's like, irritating. Is this foreplay, Uncle Danny? We don't we don't need to know what this. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think it's any foreplay, uh, foreplay Danny. Hey, <laughs> I don't think it's any uh, foreplay, Danny. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no foreplay. Yeah, that's my <laughs> uncle. That's exactly. I don't even know what that is anymore. <laughs> Ride me, stallion. Ew, <laughs> ew, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so anyway, Shelly, mm-hmm, your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's here. We're saying bye to him. Bye, Glenn. Bye, Thanks Glenn. for coming by. Bye, Glenn. Dad. <laughs> it's like he's later. exiting the stage at a Christmas special <laughs> with the music that we have going. <laughs> I feel like we're on a... Um, okay. I don't to concentrate with everything going on. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. What's it's, it, okay. it's, it's like we're on a Jerry Lewis special or something. A Jerry Lewis special? Yeah, I feel like yeah. we're raising money for... Uh, Oh, the Jerry Lewis telethon? Yeah, that's telethon. on uh, Memorial Day. I thought. Oh no, Labor Day. Labor Day. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't even do those anymore. I thought somebody else took it over for him. Oh well. Yeah, because he he's just not physically well enough to do it anymore. Yeah, he may be plagued by the same disease he's raised money for for so many years. No, <laughs> I doubt it. He's just mm. really freaking old. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Surprised he's still on this earth, honestly. <laughs> so yeah, Thanksgiving was fun, and in fact, we finished off the last of our food today, and. You know what comes after Thanksgiving, at least at our castle it does, Christmas decor. And your hair's being braided. Yes. Shelly. It is. <laughs> and one of our, I used to be called by my ex-wife, Mr. Christmas, after Ray Liotta's character on Just Shoot Me. Well, I realized the first December that Shelly and I were together, I had met my match hands down. And I say this because we have four Christmas trees. Yes, four. You say four like they're four full-size Christmas trees. They are not full-size. They are... We have a mini one. We have a a mini, mini one. And then we have a medium-sized one. And then we have a large one. And and the medium-sized one is sleepy. It is sleepy. It's on its last leg, literally. Yeah, I think... Every few seconds, it'll fall over. Yeah, I think that tree suffered a stroke at some time in its life, which is why it can't stand on its own very long. But that one usually goes outside. That that one, the the medium sized one, usually we put it outside with our uh, lighted up Christmas tree and our reindeer. All right. <laughs> that would explain why it's sleepy. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was the Leaning Christmas Tree of Pisa. That's what we were calling it earlier. But on that same on that same note, one of those trees I have much pride in because it is our Christmas tree infused with the light side of the force. That's right. The majority of the decorations on one of our trees is nothing but Star Wars action figures and uh, like little pla- uh, and the uh, different kinds of aircraft from the movies. Is that going to be the picture for the that's going to be the yeah that's I'm going to use the title card. Uh, pick as the as the tree. We got all kinds of cool shit in there, and in fact, some of them were actually early Christmas presents from Shelley. Got yeah. one of the Tie Fighters in there from the Force Awakens too, and and the old design too. Yeah, I, I Tuscan Raider, I, couple X Wings. We were gonna go to the store and get some A-wing, Star Wars ornaments, and then I was like, we have a box full of action figures. Why can't we just put them on the tree? And so Matt was like, yeah, let's do it. So we did. We took all of them. And then I realized, oh, I bought him a bunch of really cool little uh, figurines for Star Wars. And I said, can we open up, you know, your presents, some of your presents early? Would you be okay with that? And you were like, is it for the Christmas tree? And I said, yes. And he said, okay. Yeah, so. I was totally, totally about it. Yeah. So we did that and it worked out really well. And we even have like, I bought him some, I always buy him Star Wars candy at Christmas. So one of his Star Wars candy things from last Christmas was the Death Star. So that's on the tree too. Awesome. Yeah. And I just, I'm looking at one of the stormtroopers that's staring me right in the eye that's straddling one of the branches. Mm-hmm. Please don't post that picture you took with me in it. Can you just make a new picture? I can crop you out of it. That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, maybe you'll feel differently after this week. Hey, this is probably too late to ask this, but this Christmas music we're playing in the background—is mm-hmm. it legal for us to be playing this? I don't know. We don't. I don't think it's. We're not selling it. It's just we're distributing it. Not really. Or it, it, nobody it's on pays, iTunes. But nobody pays to listen to our show. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a legal loophole. I don't think anyone would have any reason to come after us as far as any uh, of the publishers. And in fact, they'd actually contact Podbean, our host, and, and they would send us a cease and desist uh, order either to uh, take down the episode or re-record it without it. So, but if so, it's on a separate track, so it's okay. If that ever comes about, which I highly doubt it because... My friends at the JJTM two years ago used Christmas music throughout their entire episode, their entire show, where they opened up their Christmas presents. And shit hasn't happened to them. Well, all right. Are we going to get them something for Christmas? We could. Nobody got them anything last year. Uh, two years ago, they had the, the entire episode dedicated to them where they opened up like 15 different gifts. I think we should do that. Yeah. Uh, from one podcast to another. Yeah. Oh, let's see. So, after the decor, you and I, Sushi, Shelly, spent all day yesterday binging Jessica Jones, the new um, the new exclusive series to Netflix from the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I couldn't stop watching it, not going to lie. It was awesome. It's actually by the same uh, production team that did Daredevil, which we still haven't finished yet, by the way. Yeah, we need to finish Daredevil for sure. Yeah. Well, we can do that this week on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. I, I like that one crossover episode too. Well, it wasn't actually a true crossover, but one of the characters from both from hold, both shows was on there. Now, before we get into, I'm not this, spoiling it though. I know. That's hold all on. I want to say. Before we get into talking about mm-hmm. Jessica Jones, 
If you don't want to listen, this is the time to stop listening. Spoiler alert. This is a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And we need to watch what we say, too, because Kenneth hasn't been watching it, and we don't want to spoil it for him either. Okay. So the things that we talk about need to be things that won't spoil it for him. Yeah, like general information. Yeah. Should we start by saying who Jessica Jones is? Um, yeah, let's do yeah, that. Yeah, she's a pri- she's a private eye in the Hell's Kitchen neighborhood of New York, and she's played by Kristen Ritter, mm-hmm. who was also in Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment. She was the bitch not to be trusted in Apartment Twenty Three, which I used to love that show. Um, that you know, we w- I watched every episode of that show too, and that is actually what attracted me to watch the show because I liked her character in that TV show. She was in Breaking Bad, too, apparently. I've never seen a single episode of it, so I wouldn't know. So I was like, let's watch Jessica Jones. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this. Boy, what? And then when I found out David Tennant was in it, I was like, your let's watch this yeah, show. Your, your boyfriend, one of your boyfriends. He's not a boyfriend. I thought he was. No, I just like him as an actor. Okay. She is not related to, to John Ritter, by the way. I was curious about that. I miss John Ritter. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, he was a good actor. Yeah. Anyway, that should we reveal what her superpowers are? No, let's just leave that open. Okay. Because that was one of my curiosities that got me to watch the show too. She now drinks a lot. To, I'm gonna have to watch it so we can openly discuss it. Yeah, you have to watch. Y'all should y'all should have told me y'all were gonna do this, or I would have I would have binge watched the. Crap you were cleaning. It. You couldn't. I could clean and watch TV at the same time. Mm. It just takes it. Twice what? Do you long. have Google Glass? <laughs> as thick as these glasses are you would think i do yeah no shit <laughs> anyway but uh no she drinks an awful lot and in fact i think that's a that's the reason why netflix was able to showcase it instead of hulu because it seems like every 10 minutes that's the only complaint i had about that show every 10 minutes there was some kind of product placement i think i saw six or seven different brands of whiskey alone mm-hmm. oh sorry what was that excuse me oh but another thing is is that uh there's been when talk did your chair turn into a porty potty? I don't know. I don't know what just happened. I was reading to find out if they were going to have a season two, and it doesn't look like they are at this point. They they want to, but because they're coming out with the Defenders, which is featuring Jessica Jones, uh, Cage, yeah, Luke Cage, uh, Iron Fist, and um, Daredevil. I am so glad. Let me just say this. I am so glad that Marvel is is branching out from just focusing on just the Avengers because I know the Avengers yeah. is the big time Marvel group. But you know things like uh, the the TV show, um, God, Agents of uh, Agents of Shield, yeah, Agents of Shield, that, and that's and, a branch of of the Avengers, yeah, yeah. Uh, just all, there's all there's a lot of superhero groups that that can be exploited you know for money it's awesome mm-hmm. you know yeah. and i'm digging it because i've always loved superhero movie shows and I've, I've really always thought why don't they ever not the fantastic four apparently <laughs> three strikes anything stanley may will just give up on that shit anything that's, that's owned by sony i know or disney i, I think well, it's disney people's choices of of the actors they keep picking these actors and they're just not the right people. Specifically, which ones though? And then the storyline. Shelly. why do they? Why do they just continuously refuse to stick to the storyline of the comic book? That's what I don't understand. Like Spider-Man, the first ones were okay with Tobey Maguire. They were okay. Yeah, first and second, I I, I like I, I really liked, but the third one of 
third one was awful. It just it they but you know his superpowers didn't line up with the comic book version of Spider Man because he couldn't spin his own webs. Mm-mm. Oh, but you know what's cool about Jessica Jones is that she was there when Spider when um, Peter Parker got bit by the spider and she had a crush on Peter Parker. That's the backstory for Jessica Jones too. That's part of it. And that's cool. I never knew that before. Yeah, and then a lot of scenes in the in the. Um, in the TV show, they're meeting at this diner, but it looks like the diner that um, Mary Jane worked, Mary Jane at. worked yeah, at as a waitress. Mm-hmm. That could be. It, it, it's. I just think it's great when it when they do TV shows because they do tend to follow the comic books a little closer than they would. Because, and I guess I get it with the movies. You don't have that long, and you have to grab somebody's attention. You have to make them feel feel the story, the plot, and then give it some type of uh, conclusion that makes people want to go see the next one, right? Yeah. So maybe the comic book series isn't that great, but I think that's why Avengers is doing so well because they're going with the whole um, Infinity Stone series. Uh-huh. I think that uh, some of you, I, th- I thought it was pretty funny the way they put it. Uh, the second movie, the Avengers Age of Ultron. Which I haven't seen yet. They, I think you and I were watching... The, the uh, how it should have ended last week when they yeah, said we, it. Yeah, we did. We did. Age of Ultron, it was more like the inconvenience of Ultron or yeah, the, 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 right. the week of Ultron. The, okay, yeah. another thing is is in the Avengers, they've got A-list actors playing those parts. They don't have A-list actors playing the parts in... Uh, I, I, you know, actors In the TV shows. Think, actors, yeah. shut up. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I'm talking about in the... Um, Fantastic Four. They don't have A-list actors playing those parts. Uh, let's Jessica Alba played yeah. it in the first one, but that was yeah. the only A-list actor. Chris Evans also played Johnny Storm, which he was recast as Steve Rogers, Captain America. Yeah. Two different companies, by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah, just like and I'm glad. You know, honestly, I think X Men owns the rights to Fo- I mean, Fox owns rights to X Men. I thought movies. it was. I thought it was a very dumb decision, but Chris Evans as Captain America is more believable than him as Johnny Storm. Yeah. I tend to agree with you there. So, I don't know. I I, I want to see Jessica Jones, and, and I haven't got into Daredevil yet. I'm binge-watching Naruto with my son, and I promised I would do that with him. Are you all almost done with that? Oh, God, no. How uh, many episodes are there? Five million. Animes go on for like 20 years before they're finished. They Seriously, <laughs> they, you know how most Seemingly. cartoons, they come out with one a week, right? Mm-hmm. No. Or uh, one w- one a week for a season, mm-hmm. and then they take a few months off. Japanimations, they do not take a week off. They have 52 or 53 episodes a year, and then then you go to the next season, 52 or 53 episodes a year. So how many seasons have they been on? Uh, that's Eight? Shippuden. Wow. That's Shippuden. That doesn't count the original Naruto, with, which is four seasons. Holy crap. So that's 12 seasons, and we're on what, season two? You're still on season two? Of Shippuden, which, is, which means I've watched six seasons of Naruto. Oh, okay. And uh, let me tell you, it's not easy. <laughs> I get so frustrated with that show because they show they continuously show the same scenes over and over again. And everything oh, is backstory. That. And the plot moves at a snail's pace sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But sometimes it just takes forever. It's like... 52 episodes of how my how the dude died or 52 episodes of of uh they lost a puppy and they had to go find it you know 
I'm pulling my hair out, and I don't got that much left to begin with. <laughs> and the show isn't moving. And, and here's the trick. Here's the trick. Okay? What's that? They, in between these seasons that you're watching 52 episodes, yeah, there's these movies that come out that you have to watch in order to still be in the know in the seasons. What? Like, oh, so it's not like they're guidance or side stories that you can like do without and you can is still get like the gist of the is it like the pokemon movie where they have the cat no because that was just those are just side stories no, they're not like essential these are, part could, of the these show. are actually I, I get what you're saying they actually have a little bit of meat to them that you have to know in order to continue on down the series so you have otherwise to stop you might and watch a movie if, if yeah yeah, you literally have to stop and watch a movie because if you if you move forward in the with the plot, mm-hmm. you could you could be lost at some point. Going, what what is he talking about? I don't remember. I don't remember that episode. That's to see that that would frustrate the hell out of me too. Mm. So I've still got uh, six seasons left, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think two more movies. But the then they still have Naruto huh? on TV, so you have to keep up with it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. What the hell? Kind of reminds me of the what's wrong. What do you got going on down there, Kenneth? I don't know. My son wants to lay under the table and tell me there's three movies. I don't know what it is about when we're on the three podcast. moons. He's movies. looking in the wrong place. There's, okay, there's three moons if you look carefully. <laughs> um, now they, they, I don't know why my kids love to come up here and tell me stuff that I don't really need to know during the show. It's like, Dad, Dad, there's no Christmas music playing on on Mixler. Yeah, yeah, we know that. There, Jeez. <laughs> we have technical limitations in Mixler. That's why you don't hear it. Just let us alone to the end of the show and then correct yeah. us. That's, this is alone. a, lo- a low-budget podcast, you have to realize. Just write it all down. Just right. write it all write down. Write all your questions down. We'll answer or, it at the end. <laughs> or, or text them to me. You know, cause, or email uh, to Fujiwa at RoboTunerPodcast.com. It's really hard to keep concentration as it is, and then you have somebody going, Dad, Dad. I know. I know. And then you got your kid playing his phone right here, and he's tapping on the screen, and you can hear. You, I don't know if y'all can hear this, but yeah, you can hear it through the microphone. And I'm like, Alex, stop! You can hear it through the microphone. He keeps doing it. So I took his phone and I threw it across the room. I was like, Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> and you're right to do that. And where is he now? Under the table. Hey, you better not. You better be careful. You're right by that the power cord, which we're all plugged into. You turn it off. The or, show's over. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have your dad spank you. Yes. Ooh. No corner. It's spanking time. <laughs> in the corner. Yeah, in the corner time, boy. It'll be <laughs> in, the, in the spank time. <laughs> and this isn't your monkey. Nope. <laughs> well, before we move on, Shelly, aren't you, did you want to go into what you are seeking? Well, we'll, we'll be seeking? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to find a new job. That's about it. So if anybody has any uh, openings in the area, please let me know. Yep. Her crummy, terrible corporate people. Yeah. <laughs> Long drive. It's it's not the job. It's just the drive. This is what I think about them. <laughs> it's another toilet. Wow, that toilet was running way before it flushed. That was the Hershey squirts before the toilet flush. Ew. Oh, this is just a bunch of toilet flushes. Well, it's like you're looping them all on top of each other. 
Nice. Army of Toilets. Hey, that sounds like a good name of a band. Army of Toilets? Maybe a, of a niche uh, or parody band or something. Or one that's like Rage Against the Machine, only, you know, they have a different cause. <laughs> sure. Jeez. <laughs> All right, Kenneth. All right. You got any facts for the fun facts for the week? Motherfucking fun facts. All right. It's fun facts. All right, number one. Some fruit flies are genetically resistant to getting drunk, but only if they have an in- inactive version of a gene the scientists named Happy Hour. What? They actually named a gene and a fruit fly Happy Hour? Happy Hour. If that gene is missing, then they can they cannot get drunk. That's crazy. I wonder if they are thinking about infusing that same DNA into some into some kind of pharmaceutical pseudical wouldn't that just for be, human consumption wouldn't that just be horrible just to, just to sit there and drink that drink alcohol and have no effects it doesn't relax you doesn't do anything so hey. you're you're just basically drinking it for taste hey it would save a lot of lives especially it, in Texas it would but the whole point of some for some people the whole point of drinking is to kind of drown their sorrows or whatever and if you can't get drunk it's What's the point? Right. I only drink for taste anyway. But that's me. Not the entire world shares my agenda. Speaking of, I I had a uh, a Bloody Mary with moonshine in it the other day. Yeah, you told me about that. It was was it disgusting? Or was it awesome? It was awesome, I think. But I it just I didn't like the aftertaste. That's the only my only problem with it. But boy, did it they have a kick. It had a kick that. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I, I've never had moonshine before, and I definitely never had it in a Bloody Mary, and that was yeah. That's really what you guys got me last year for Christmas was that uh, moonshine in a mason jar. That I was think good it was stuff. the same thing. Wasn't that called Firefly? I think so. I don't know what it was called, but it was gone within a couple of days. Yeah, because that's the second time I've actually had that. The first time was about a year and a half ago, and one of uh, Sushi's coworkers held a biker rally, and they were they were ma- uh, selling it homemade. Yeah. That stuff was awesome. Well, she calls it apple pie. It's not moonshine, but they, I mean, the way it's made, it might as well be. Yeah. So does he get real handsy when he's drunk? Him? Yeah. No, he could. You don't want to (laughs) know. Okay. He doesn't. He doesn't. He just gets more loopy. Uh, Okay. Number (laughs) two. (laughs) That's really bad in her. Moving on. From her perspective. In 1567, the man who said to have the longest beard in the world died after he tripped over his beard running away from a fire. He broke his neck. I wonder what his life insurance policy was like. In 1567? He didn't have one. Uh, The dance fever of 1518 was a mouth-long plague of inexplicable dancing in Strasbourg in which hundreds of people danced for about a month for no apparent reason. Several of them danced themselves to death. Did you say a month long or a mouth long? Mouth. Month. Month. Mouth. mouth. I said mouth. Was there a U in there? Is that not a word? Mouth? I was just want to make sure that you weren't a victim of... Uh, I don't know. I just don't know how to oh, read. Bad typing? Yes. Reading bad typing? No, it's So it's I month. could grr for you. Grr. I was, I was thinking mouth. I don't know why. Anyway... So they they danced for uh, a solid month for no apparent reason. You were thinking of a mouth? I don't know why. Hmm. Mouths. 20 Hmm. times a second. A minute. Hmm. 20 times a minute. Vladimir Nobokov 
nearly invented the smiley. How? It's got a reference here. You want me to look it up? If it, if it was somebody that wrote a book and it's just a coincidental uh, colon by a parentheses bracket, a closed parentheses bracket, I mean, that's that's coincidental. Uh, yeah, that's... It's a colon dash in a in a half parentheses. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what he almost invented. Does it actually credit the person that started it? Uh, no, mm-hmm. I didn't think so because it's that that's been it, around. It, it takes me to a, a, since a the late nineties language log from a, a from a college website. Hmm. Weird. The prehistory. Prehistory of emoticons. Emoticons. Mm. Nice. Yeah. That's a good, interesting read, y'all. Yeah. Y'all want to know? E- email me. Interesting. I'll I send you the link. Know. In 1993, San Francisco held a referendum over whether a police officer called Bob Geary was allowed to patrol while carrying a ventriloquist's dummy called Brendan O'Smarty. He was. I would say <laughs> that was a hard. There read. was actually a petition open for that. No, there was a a referendum. I mean, I could understand if the dude was a dare officer, but actually patrolling and pulling over somebody and then Hello. sticking a dummy inside the window. How the hell could you be taken seriously? I've got a little wood for you. <laughs> Shut up, smarty. Then Sorry. <laughs> the dude right. he pulls over is a fucking nutcase. He pulls out a gun and shoots, <laughs> shoots the dummy and blows off the officer's hand. Ah. Oh, Smarty, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what else you got, man? Is that it? Uh, I got two more. Okay. Uh, uh, and each one's harder. Sigurd the Mighty. Sigurd. S-I-G-U-R-D. Sigurd, Sigai, I don't know. Sigurd the Mighty. A ninth century Sounds French, like Sigurd. That's probably what it was. It was a ninth century Norse earl of oh. Orkney. Orkney. Was killed by an enemy he held he had beheaded several hours earlier. He'd tied the man's head to his horse's saddle, but while riding home, one of its protruding teeth grazed his leg he died from the infection are you serious uh, i've got i've got that dude's uh, teeth were nasty that's some well. vengeance from the grave dude or actually not even bef- not even from the grave it's before the grave i have uh references for all of these facts so okay. they are true if anybody wants me to send them to you uh email me kheath or D- what? Whatever my name is, special K. Special K at, at Podcast.com. Uh And the last one, yep. no aborted chicken, uh, Mc, yeah. chicken McFetus nuggets. I know no <laughs> that one, one was fake. Yeah, but these these all have references. So if you want, you don't to, remember that one? Too? I remember. <laughs> She's trying to forget. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me again. <laughs> the Dutch village of Geethorn has no roads. Netherlands. Its buildings are connected entirely by canals and footbridges. Oh, kind of like Venice. I don't think it's like Venice, because isn't Venice just basically a floating city? Yeah, it is. But this is more like uh, the Shire. It look, the picture they're showing Shire. looks like the Shire from... Um, yeah, the Lord, of, the Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. What is it called? 
the Dutch village of Geithorn. How do you spell it? G I E T H O O R N. Geithorn. Geithorn. In Holland? I don't know. Oh, I see. Dutch. Netherlands. It says it's in Holland. Whatever. Yeah, it's the same place. Holland is actually one of the states from within the Netherlands. That's a oh. grand misconception of a lot of people. There's the aerial view. It's cut out like a star. And why I'm are we out of here? I'm done. <laughs> See ya. Oh, so that's what you're using to end your segment? <laughs> well, do you have something else that I... Do you have a couple other things I wanted you to, uh, to or, mention? Or I could use this. No, oh, I thought that was a THX. <laughs> That'd be cool. That's actually this this uh, city is pretty awesome. I would love to live here. Um, what story was I going to tell? The, the delivery guy and the the box that you that was found. Justin. <laughs> uh, I might just go and get in trouble. But anyway, um, <laughs> we spent the entire weekend cleaning our house from top to bottom because uh, we were getting a new bed and our old bed was like um, crazy. It uh, it had lumps and it's it's a brand new bed. We bought it from Mattress Firm and uh, I tell you, if you I'm, I'm going to say this right now. Be really careful about what you buy from Mattress Firm because this, this mattress was crap. We only had it for two years and it, it was already, there was already a huge mound in the middle and you know going to have relations with my wife was like climbing mount everest so we we cleaned the room <laughs> i'm not gonna ugh, moving on okay moving on so we cleaned Please. the house and uh, my son was uh was digging through some boxes and he happened to find some toys oh, no. i'm not gonna elaborate too much. That actually wasn't the reference I was asking you to make, but okay. I was. I decided this was a little funnier. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh. So he found. He found. I claim no responsibility for this man's story. If I say it quiet enough, she may not hear me talk about it, and then she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'll be in the clear. So she finds Mama's toy, and he finds Mama's toy, and he's like, "Look, look, Mama! I found your toy." <laughs> Wait, does she look mad? So she's looking. Is she looking? <laughs> and so that's all I have to say about that. We're going to move on. <laughs> I tell you, I, I tell you, I will tell you a story. One time, uh, a long time ago, when when my the same son who found this toy. Um, was little we used to have bathrooms that that had doors that would open up to each other so you could basically sit on the toilet and and look at each other while you're going to the bathroom yeah and you know there was no way to actually lock the kids out of our bedroom and so one day me and my lovely wife were having relations and in walks this little boy and he looks at me and he goes daddy what are you doing to mommy? Mommy, are you okay? And that was the end of relations. <laughs> <laughs> right then and there. 
It was there was no recovery from that, and he has uh, since been named the mood killer. And he always sniffs it out when we're trying to be romantic, and uh, he'll often come in and stop us. And so finding the toy was just another instance of uh, of his intrusion into our our personal life. <laughs> so okay, and the other thing, um, you know, we were getting a new bed, and the and the delivery guy showed up and they're both they're both black guys and i deal with i deal with black guys all the time i'm not racist i don't i don't have any bad or good feelings about them they're good people they're good if they're bad people they're bad it doesn't really matter to me but for whatever reason i just felt so compelled just awkward around them you know like i was being extra white like they always make fun of white people i was feeling like i was that person well you and your sister are pretty pale we are pretty pale but the guy was putting together their bed, and I just came in there, and he was he was doing a really good job. He was, I mean, he had that thing put together really fast, and for whatever reason, my mind just kind of went crazy, or I had a stroke or something, and I told the guy, I said, hey, my man, you're doing a great job. And I went, what the hell did I just say? My man. For shizzle, my nizzle, you're doing a great job there, brother. Did he actually look like Snoop Dogg? He d- <laughs> okay, he did look like Snoop Dogg. And I didn't say it. My oldest son said it first. Dad, Snoop Dogg's at our door. I said that. Oh, was that you? Yeah. The troublemaker said it. Who I don't know why he's talking to in the podcast again. But, you know, he goes, hey, Dad, Snoop Dogg's at the door. Said, Shut up, dude. So, you know, the guys walk in. They did a great job. I don't have anything Ill, Ill feelings against it, uh, you know. <laughs> but just, I just felt, uh, I felt completely white. Saying, uh, hey, my man, what are you doing over there, Shelly? I'm listening to your story. You look like you're scratching off a... I'm not. Okay. Scratching off what I can't see your hands from here. (laughs) Well, it looks like... Doesn't look like she's writing or... No, it looks like she's typing to me or texting. She's not her phone. (laughs) I'm not doing anything. Go ahead. All right, I'm done. Well, well, at least you're comfortable in your own l- l- uh, race, unlike that chick Rachel Golziel. You remember her? Yeah, yeah, the the, yeah. White, the white chick who pretended to be black. It's mm-hmm. not that she pretended. Hold on, let's. We're gonna get back into that thing. She identifies as a black woman. It doesn't mean that she was born black. It's just how she lives her life. Okay. Her style, her lifestyle. Well, I mean, if you were to fill out, if she, it, it, when she was filling out applications and they asked her race, she was putting black i know that's because that's how she identifies but she wasn't black right okay moving on (laughs) so uh, my love sushi so next time i fill out a credit card for a credit card i'm gonna put i'm a rich rich? i'm gonna put rich because that's how i live my life you identify as a rich man i'm a rich man yeah that or or you could put down Native American and they'll automatically start you off with the highest balance available. <laughs> hey, there you go. Or I can open a casino. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because they spend all their money at casinos. <laughs> Why are you pointing at? Oh, crickets. Oh. <laughs> well, how do I know what's cricket worthy? Because, come on, they don't spend all their money at the casino. They open the casinos and take all of everybody's money. 
Yeah, Matt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a difference. Jeez. You're not racist enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I actually have some Native American blood in me. Not enough to count, though. I so think like everybody has a little one thirty-second. Markham has enough to wear. From my dad's side. If they're just missing one little link. And if they find that one little link to prove. missing link. Then he could actually get free health care in Oklahoma and a scholarship. Too bad we don't live in Oklahoma. He wouldn't have to get a scholarship in Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm just talking about the health care bit. Oh. Okay. You got news. I know you do. Yes. Sushi news. Sushi news. Sushi news. Sushi news. Spill it, baby. Family moves into new home and gets a very unexpected delivery. Family? <laughs> Family. Were you waiting for a delivery of weed in Arlington, Texas area on Wednesday? All right. I don't really like the where this is going. Don't worry. Your patch- package hasn't gotten lost. It's just now in the hands of the U.S. Postal Service inspectors after being dropped off to the wrong person. Oh. Getting it back might be slightly problematic, however. Uh, the box containing around seven pounds of marijuana was left on the doorstep of an Arlington home from the Arlington Police Department. <laughs> The address on the label was correct, but the recipient's name didn't match the homeowners who'd only recently moved in to the previously vacant properly property. So apparently this looks like some guys are like, okay, well, that property's vacant. They haven't sold it yet. So let's just get our packages sent there. That way they can't trace it back to us. Bam, there's my weed, right? Uh, There was no return address. The new homeowners opened up the package and immediately called cops after seeing what they described as green leafy substance. The family was shook up and surprised, according to the Arlington Police Department. They don't want anybody obviously coming looking for a package now, he added. Uh, Cops seized the weed and it's now in the hands of the U.S. Postal Service inspectors who are investigating the incident, according to the Facebook post. This is on Facebook. Oh, they're smoking in their break room. Who mm-hmm. are they kidding? Cops speculated to the Star-Telegram that someone may have been shipping packages to the house, which had been vacant for some time before the new family moved in. Alright. So. Did it happen to give the address? No. Damn. <laughs> Dear future dead people. Don't trust this guy's plan to resurrect you. A.K.A. anyone? Yeah. A Los Angeles man's alleged plan to resurrect the deceased using cryonics and artificial intelligence may be dead on arrival. Multiple news outlets these weeks proclaimed that a company called Humay is developing methods that will get previously dead people up and walking within 30 years. But experts in the field say there's no way Humay's plan is feasible and there's some evidence the whole thing may be a hoax. Humay founder and CEO Josh Bocanegra Bocanegra says the company will rely on advances in artificial technology, nanotechnology, and cryonics, and some advanced planning from future dead people while they are still alive. We'll first collect extensive data on our members for years prior to their death via various apps we're developing. After death, we'll freeze the brain using cryonics technology, he told PopSci.com. When technology is fully developed, we'll implant the brain into an artificial body. Bocanegra says 
The company's biggest challenge will be connecting a human brain to a bionic body that functions with your thoughts. Oh god, it's a synth from Fallout 4. It's already the beginning. For, <laughs> for that, we have to do research with neurosurgeons and neuroscientists and work closely in the field of nanotechnology and biotechnology. Hunai's website is basically only a launch page with a request for emails while New Age music plays in the background. Michael Maven, a British-based business consultant who has developed software that helps retain customers based on previous oh, purchases, nerd. told Huffington Post that Bocanegra's idea is damn near impossible. Yeah, no shit. For one, don't even pick a new age fucking music to do it. <laughs> Maven, Nobody's going to buy into that shit. Maven is skeptical because Bocanegra claims he can do with only five employees, only two of whom are researchers, what scientists have been trying to do for years and with no venture capital. Then there's the sticky issue of bringing a brain back to life. How will he connect it to a machine? You don't just simply plug it in via USB. Nanotechnology is not an answer. It's a buzzword, Maven said via email. The technology which could extract legible thoughts and ideas out of an organ made of living tissue is nowhere near anything we have yet. Andrea Raposati is an artificial intelligence expert formerly employed at Amazon, said Bocanegra's plan is both a hoax and could be a very effective way to rob people. Everyone will tell you that the technology is not ready. No reason to believe it will be ready in 30 years, Riposati told Huffington Post by email. But this is an amazing business model for Humay. They can collect monthly yearly payments from their customers, promising something in the future. However, there's no evidence that Bocanegra is actually asking anyone for cash, and some evidence suggests his plans may not be dead serious. You the think? Yeah. So basically, let's not give money to that. Yeah, anyone that has a brain, a brain in their damn head could see that. Yeah. Jesus. You have made me very angry. Very angry indeed. So Franken-flatworms grow heads and brains of other species. You can call them Franken-flatworms. Scientists have created worms with the heads and brains of other species just by manipulating cell communication. The research is an example of how development is controlled by more than genetics alone. The researchers did not alter the flatworms' DNA in any way, but instead manipulated proteins that control conversations between the cells. It is commonly thought that the sequence and structure of chromatin, the material that makes up chromosomes, determine the shape of an organism, but these results show that the function of the physiological networks can override the species-specific default anatomy. Study researcher Michael Levin, a biologist at Tufts University, said in a statement that the, cha the changes are temporary for the worms whose heads begin to revert back to their original shape in weeks. You know what that could mean? What's that? Shape shifting. Ooh. Because all you did was manipulate the proteins to change the shape of the head. So if you're manipulating the proteins to sh change the shape of something, it could also mean breakthroughs in medical uh, research for different viruses on how to kill them. Or uh, if they wanted to... M mutate or change proteins they could probably birth defects or create organs mm -hmm. that's what it says or uh, a more effective method of hair transplants ah i'm all for that yeah, i'm looking at you kenneth <laughs> wow 
you're not far from it, sir. No, please. <laughs> Don't. If let that you. ever happens to me, I'm going bald the rest of my life. So this kid aims. Razor will touch my scalp every single day for as long as I live. This research aims to replace or rebuild damaged tissues and organs. So I can't picture you bald. It just—it's hard for me to do. Are you going to Photoshop me now? <laughs> I'm totally going to Photoshop you now. Maybe we'll see. All right, so I have a a, a bonus to because usually I only have three stories, and today I have three stories and seven bizarre conspiracy theories, which turned out to be true. So that will make ten, not three, not four. You said you had one more, and you said that turned out to be seven more. Listen here, farty face. I had three stories, and this, and I have seven bizarre conspiracy theories in one story. Okay. All right. I agree to disagree. Bite my shiny metal ass. Exactly. <laughs> when did that happen? All right. So, Tuskegee. How do you say it? Tuskegee? At Tuskegee, Oklahoma? Syphilis experiment. This is an actual conspiracy theory that went around. However, it was actually something that was true. The Ooh. U.S. experiment ran from 1932 to 1972 and involved gi giving nearly 400 African-American men syphilis without their knowledge or consent. What? Mm -hmm. What? It did. It happened. Oh, my God. The men were told they had bad blood rather than being informed that they had the STI or being treated for it. Hey. The study aimed to <laughs> see if the STI affected black men differently from white men, and by the time it ended, only 74 of the original participants were alive. You guys are retarded. 74 out of how many? 300? Um, 400. 400. Oh, shit. I believe. Ooh. Yeah, 400. What the heck are you guys doing? Trying to ruin my life and make me look like a friggin' idiot? Yeah. So here's another one. Project MK Ulta. Wired reports. Mortal Kombat. This CEA program saw agents giving unwitting human subjects drugs as a form of mind control. They also used electroshock therapy, hypnosis, oh, subliminal persuasion, and isolation techniques. The program is mentioned in the book The Men Who Stare at Goats, which was later turned into a film starring George Clooney. Yeah, was, was and Ewan McGregor, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a true story. Was it really? Mm -hmm. I've That movie looks so damn stupid, I, I, did, I had no desire to watch it. Yeah. Operation Paperclip. This was a secret plan to bring Nazi scientists to America to work for the CIA at the end of World War II. An account of this plan was revealed by journalist Annie Jacobson in her book Operation Paperclip, The Secret Intelligence Program That Brought Nazi Scientists to America. The scientists helped develop chemical weapons for the U.S. and worked alongside American scientists to develop LSD. Nice. Thank you, wow. Nazis, for that LSD. <laughs> So Hitler is responsible for LSD and Volkswagen. Mm -hmm. Neat. The Naira testimony. Naira? In, mm -hmm. in 1990, a 15-year-old girl known as Naira gave evidence to Congress which helped spark support for the first Gulf War. The girl claimed Iraqi soldiers had removed babies from incubators and left them to die. But this fact was later refuted by Amnesty International. After the war... The New York Times reported Naira was actually the daughter of the Kuwaiti ambassador and her testimony was arranged by a PR firm, Hill and Knowlton. Crazy. Mm -hmm. 
the fuck? Hillsborough. On April the 15th, 1989, 96 Liverpool fans were crushed to death and hundreds more were injured when trying to watch an FA Cup semifinal at Sheffield Wednesday's Hillsborough Stadium. In 2011, a retired judge claimed the families of the dead should drop their conspiracy theories about what happened in the disaster. By 2012, an inquiry had shown how police had made strenuous attempts to blame the tragedy on the 96 victims of the crush. Three years on, and the inquest into the disaster is ongoing with new revelations about cover-ups still emerging. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Prohibition. A slate... Okay. The U.S. government deliberately poisoned alcohol during Prohibition in an attempt to enforce the ban on drinking. Around 700 people died due to their actions. Oh, shit, really? <laughs> no wonder pe- No wonder the gangsters started making their own shit illegally. Yeah, <laughs> and this is just seven of the conspiracy theories that were true. There's more out there. Operations Northwoods. This is the last one. Okay. This was a Cold War plan by the U.S. government to create fake attacks in America designed to be blamed on Cuba to drum up support for war with the Latin American communist country. Records show it never went beyond the planning stage. Hmm. How do you feel about that? About our government doing that? Have you heard lately that uh, a friend of mine at work was talking to me about this, and he's not one for conspiracy theories, but I really haven't found... Anything on the web to corroborate his story. The CIA, uh, they're saying now that the director of the CIA back when Kennedy was uh, president, they found documentation to prove that the director of the CIA was directly involved in Kennedy's assassination. Hmm. That the, that the, doc, the documents that, that have been sealed for so long are now not uh-huh. becoming available, and they're, they're finding more and more evidence to support the all the conspiracy theories about... Kennedy's assassination. I mean, hmm. I've seen the movie JFK. It's oh, then you saw my great grandmother's house. Yeah, our great grandmother's yeah. house was in JFK. Yeah, I remember you guys telling me that story. Well, yeah. We like to bring it up, okay? We do. Yeah, it's the only. I thing think that's. An, I think that's an awesome story. But, uh, Brush with fame, albeit indirectly, it still is. I just I thought that was very interesting, but I, I ah. like I said I haven't found anything to corroborate it. This is on Politico.com. I don't I don't know what Politico.com is, but is it in English? Yeah, it's in English, and it says um, JFK. It says yes, the CIA director was part of the JFK assassination. And that's there, all it says. No, well, hold on, I can read it to you. There's, no. there's more and more evidence coming out. Yeah, like. They're trying to find a way to reseal the documents. They said John McCone was long suspected of withholding information from the Warren Commission. Now even the CIA says he did. So John McCone came to the CIA as an outsider, an industrialist, and an engineer. He replaced Alan Dulles as the director. And then after JFK had forced out Dulles following the CIA's bungled operation to oust Fidel Castro... Um, McCone had one overriding mission, restore order at the besieged CIA. Kennedy hoped his management skills might prevent a future debacle, even if the Californian, mostly a stranger to the clubby, blue-blooded world of the men like Dulles, who had always run the spy agency, faced a steep learning curve. 
Let's see. Let's see. President Lyndon Johnson kept McCone in place. <laughs> that music, I'm sorry. <laughs> let's see. It says, but did McCone come close to perjury on all those decades ago? Did the one-time Washington outsider, in fact, hide his agency secret that might still rewrite the history of the assassination? Even the CIA is now willing to raise the questions. Half a century after JFK's death in a once-secret report written in 2013 by the CIA's top in-house historian and quietly declassified last fall, the spy agency acknowledges what others were convinced of long ago, that McCone and other senior CIA officials were complicit in keeping incendiary information from the Warren Commission. It says, according to the report by CIA historian David Robarge, McCone, who died in 1991, was at the heart of the benign cover-up. So, it is saying that it is true that there was a cover-up. However, I don't know what the cover-up entailed. Yeah, it's be interesting what comes out in the future. I, I think what I've heard is mm-hmm. that um, CAA is at, is at the point where they, they don't think that... Uh, they think that the, the assassination was so long ago that anybody who would actually care about the CIA's involvement are either dead or really old and don't really won't really do anything about it. Well, the problem is is that this coming out about a government agency I will I want to wish you a merry sorry Christmas. Want to wish Really? Please not be done. This coming up about a government uh, agency is going to instill distrust among the Americans about government agencies. Well, I mean, how hard is that going to be? Well, I'm glad your dad's not here anymore to hear this shit. We're not getting hardcore, Matt. We're talking about things, conspiracy theories. I wasn't trying to. I just thought that would... No, no, I'm saying if your dad was still here, it would get hardcore. I still think it's pretty funny when I sent him. I thought that was funny. Yeah, with the jib jab with him doing knuckles with, with Obama. Oh, I bet that just made his skin crawl. Uh, he's like, take that shit down, Kenny. Did he say that? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> take that shit down, Kenny. So anyway, if you yeah. want to read that, that's on Politico.com. It's a big, long, 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 long discussion about the declassification of... Uh, that particular instance. Neat. We gonna do stump the robo tuner? Do we have time? We're at an hour. Yeah, we can. Yeah, let's do. Let's just do a handful here. Mixler's already cut off. Yes, it is. I did that at thirty seconds before it stopped. Okay. Prospero Oh, speaking of stump the robo tuner. What? What's up? What's up? What's up? Huh? I never told Kenneth what happened. <laughs> oh, you mean from last week? <laughs> I read the I read this the notes. That was hilarious. This is not my idea. This is her idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm still pissed at you for that. You're not mad. That was hilarious. He goes outside and I'm like, hurry, right, let's cheat. Let's well, cheat. You know what? It was it even was after air. doing that, it was still pretty even though. Whatever. Well, she only, yeah, we only had enough time for me to write down three sticking answers. And then on top of that, she doesn't even do them in order or tell me when she's going to ask the questions. I don't know. She just gives me the answers, and I don't know what the questions are. <laughs> so I'm answering the same question over and over again. 
Is it this? It's your boy. You suck. This sucks. Why am I doing this? I know. <laughs> okay, so our first question is, in the Simpsons movie, who does Bart look up to as a father figure besides Homer? Special K. Yes. Uh, Ned Ned Flanders. Yes, that is correct. Damn, I was going to say Hank Scorpio. <laughs> that wasn't in the movie, though. On which Michael Jackson album are the songs Another Part of Me and Dirty Diana? Robotuner. Mm-hmm. Bad, I'm bad, shamo. That's right. What game show are you playing if you are asked to play Plinko? Special K. Yes. The price is right. That is correct. Man, I don't remember that one about it. Who tortured? Well, hold on. Who tortured? No. <laughs> What teenager from the original movie, A Nightmare on Elm Street, returns in the third movie? Oh, is I know, it? I don't. I know. I know uh, her face. I don't know her name. No, is the the name of the character. Oh. I don't know this is one. Is it I've A. Nancy, B. Joey, or C. Kristen? Robotuner. Okay. Nan- or go ahead. You go ahead. Nancy. Yes, that was, is correct. I knew it was as soon as you said Nancy. I knew it was her. The dark-haired chick. What is the name of the Puerto Rican boy band where Ricky Martin, Ferman- Fernando Romantico, Roby Draco, Rosa got their starts? Rotuner. Yeah. Menudo. Yes. I was thinking Menudo, but I didn't know. I don't know music well enough to know for sure. That's the only Hispanic boy band I know. <sighs> what... Does Bo Duke appear to be sec? I'm sorry. What? what? Uh oh! Here comes the grammar Nazi. I can see it. Bubbling. What does Bo Duke appear to be sexually attracted to in the movie The Dukes of Hazard? Special K. Yes. His car. That is correct. Mm. What is the car's name? General Lee. Yes. I, I knew the car's name, but I never saw the movie. The hell is that? It was that? pretty awful. That's weird. Yeah, I was gonna say you're. You, you weren't missing anything. I assure you. I assure you. Assure? Assure you. I know it's a double S, but it makes such sound. Not a S. S or. Who requires Kabbalah water at her concerts and photo shoots? Robotuner? Yes. Shakira? No. Damn. Uh, special K. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blonde one. <laughs> and yeah. wh- who might that be? Uh, Taylor Swift. No, I was, th- I was hoping you'd say Madonna. Oh, she's the know. one that follows the Kabbalah. She's the one that wears the red string around her wrist. Oh, I don't even know. That would have been my second guess. Mm. What was the name of the short-lived 1993 sitcom that starred Terry Gar and Shelley Long? I didn't know they had one. What? Yeah, I, I never knew about this either. I have no idea. I would have watched it. Terry Gar and Shelley Long. Mm-hmm. I'll give you um, three answers: either good advice, good intentions, or goodbye career. Special K, goodbye career. No. Yeah, Robo like tuner. Uh huh. Good intentions. Nope. It was good advice. Mm. Seems like a good just 70s a guess. name. Goodbye career. Haha. <laughs> What uh, singer has reportedly stated, I don't think I'm demanding enough when interviewed about her demands while performing a concert? Robotuner? Uh-huh. Katy Perry? No. Hmm. Special K, Taylor Swift? No. <laughs> Mariah Carey? Oh. oh. 
I can totally see that. She went batshit crazy a few years back. Mm. She busted in on an episode of TRL. <laughs> you guys are retarded. What movie stars both Max Magic Johnson and Bugs Bunny? Robot Tuner. Space Jam. Oh. Also, I believe I can fly. It's from that movie soundtrack. Magic Johnson wasn't in it. That was no wait. That was Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. The Ma- Magic Johnson. No. Is that the answer? It says, "What movie stars both Magic Johnson and Bugs Bunny?" I know. He said Space Jam, and I said that wasn't Magic Johnson. That was Michael Jordan. It is Jordan. Space Jam. It's that was Michael Jordan. Hold on. Well, yeah, that I thought that was. Yeah. Magic Johnson's the one with AIDS. Yeah. I know. In a lifetime supply of AZT. Yeah, he was. He was in Space Jam. When? Hmm. Well, if he was, that m- I don't remember. He wasn't the lead human role in it. No, he wasn't the lead, but he was in it. Hmm. Well, That's kind of a curveball. I still got whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, she said starring. No, I didn't say starring. Whoa, careful there. That's what? not a musical instrument. Oh, it instrument. does say starring. It says starring. That, he wasn't starring. That card is wrong. I call bullshit. Charles Barkley was in it, too. Yeah. Okay. Shelly, go spank your son. He's fucking up our show. Markham, quit. Uh, we're fucking it up all the Or I'm going to start telling your secrets. More of his secrets. Oh, okay. So one day, I walked in, and Markham was laying on the floor. Spanking it. Don't do that. Just kidding. I, I just made that up. All right. It's not real. Yes, it is. <sighs> I mean, you look at the front cover of Space Jam. What act- Michael Jordan on it. <laughs> All right. Just let her read the question, man. Let's what see. actor played police officer Don Orville in the third Rock from the Sun? I oh, God. I know his name. I don't know this. It's, it's the same guy who played in Seinfeld. Oh. What are the choices? There aren't any. There's no choices? No, not on this one. You don't get choices on every one. I don't know then. I, I just wa- I just binged watch. Wayne Knight. What famous drag performer counsels Jan Brady in the Brady Bunch movie? <laughs> oh man. This is a drag I loved queen. the I loved the movie. Oh the Robotuner. Uh-huh. RuPaul. Yes, RuPaul, RuPaul Charles specifically. <laughs> what former That's his real name, yeah, that's right. What, it's a he. What former The Go-Go singer brought us the hit single Heaven is a Place on Earth? Robot Tudor? Yes. Belinda Carlisle. Okay. Ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? <laughs> Who hosts the show Sex with Mom and Dad? What? Um, Never heard of it. Sex with Mom and Dad? Yeah. Like the show Sex? Uh-huh. With Featuring Mom and, Mom and Dad? Featuring Mom and Dad? No. Or actual Sex with Mom and Dad? <laughs> I, I have no clue. Um, it's like sex and then and mom and dad. It's okay. Okay, it's Drew, Doctor Drew. I'm gonna just drop that one. <laughs> I only knew of Love Line and Celebrity Rehab. Sex with mom and dad. What did Haley Joe Osment's character see in The Sixth Sense? Robot tuner. Dead people. No, it says Bruce Willis. I'm just kidding. It's his dead people. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> My face just went. Whoop. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, what singer has brought us albums titled "Bang," "Attitude," and "Virtue," and "Jade"? 
Special am... K, all of them. What? <laughs> I have no idea. Corey. At one time or another, they've all had an, uh, uh, one of those three. <laughs> no, Corey Hart. Corey Hart. Mm. What co-star sued Never Martin Lawrence for sexual harassment during the sitcom Martin? Was it the other? I don't remember her name. I know her face. I don't know people's names. I'm terrible. With names. I have no idea on this one. I never watched Martin. Tisha Campbell. Yeah, mm. she she was also in the house parties, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last question: What talking teddy bear can read stories off a cassette played in his back? Teddy Ruxpin. Yes. All right. That's funny you say that because I was listening to a comic right before I came to your house talking about Teddy Ruxpin, uh, the the new version of Teddy Ruxpin, which is uh, uh, what's that red. Sesame Street characters. Elmo? Elmo. Elmo does something similar to that now. Oh, oh. does he? Mm. Well, that's all I got. I guess RoboTuner wins again. Oh, do I? Were you keeping score? Not really, but you you said you had the right answer more than he did. Oh, well, I thought we were pretty... That's how you win the game. I thought we were pretty even. I mean, pretty close. All right. Well... I was happy I knew some, some stuff. Yeah, yeah. you did pretty Well, good. me too, because there were, there were ones on here that I didn't know for shit. And I didn't even that's cheat this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's call an end to this usual debacle. Thanks for listening once again. And if you'd like to be a guest, you can email me, Robotuner, which my email address is Fujiwa, F-U-J-I-W-A-H, at RobotunerPodcast.com. Got any fun facts you want us to spout out? Send them to Kenneth, special K, at RobotunerPodcast.com. And for news stories, send them to Shelly, S-I-U-X-S-H-I, at RobotunerPodcast.com. Call and leave us a voicemail, 682-325-1696. Follow us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at RoboTunerIP. Till then, check out the rest of these thankful podcasts that we are thankful for. The Jerry Jonestown Massacre, Funky Town Podcast. Need to finish this before this damn song kicks in. Damn chipmunks. The Digital Frustrations Network, Trade Paper Hacks, Tyree Radio, The Intoxicated Gamer, and Raise a Glass Podcast. See you cats next week. Red pants. Doing the podcast. podcast. Robo tuner, master of debacles. Doing the podcast. Sushi strange news. Doing the podcast. Special case fun facts. Doing the podcast. Pooping for pop can. Doing the podcast. Get on me. Doing the podcast. Red pants theater. Doing the podcast. You can't put the chains on Robo tuner. Red pants.